morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening. Folks, thank you very, very much for listening today. Today is the... Oh, I actually don't know. Uh, tomorrow will be the 29th. The, the 29th. Yes. Well, uh, the 29th of November, year of our Lord, 2021. Welcome to yet another edition of the Bunny Cardigan Show. Of course, joined by the on-again, off-again, Manny, where's the Cardigan James? I was a third of The Athletic. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't been able to tell by just the, 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 the introduction of this, it may sound a little different. It may sound a little yeah. bit more spacey. James and I are together. We are. I, I, I just touched your knee. We're here. I just poked your knee. We did it. We are live uh, from Los Angeles, California. DTLA. Uh, the Pistons have played in LA twice this weekend. Yes. And we found ourselves into some shenanigans. We have. We, uh, for those who are new to the pod, or uh, if you're, if you're a longtime listener, you know me and Nick have not met. We have never met until this weekend. And we spent Thanksgiving together. We spent Thanksgiving together. We got some fire pizza that you didn't think was that. Well, well, okay, here's what we'll do. We will save the stuff that, we'll save the non-basketball stuff. We'll save our adventures through Los Angeles. For like maybe this, the tail end of this episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll save the Bun and Cardigan takes Los Angeles yes. for the end. And we'll, all right, let's do, let's do basketball. Let's do basketball because this is what most people are probably going to care about. Uh, let's go back. Well, since we've recorded last, we've played, uh, we played the Miami game. Yes. Did anything happen? I don't remember anything important happening in that. Uh, I am, man, this week's been a blur. Um. Wasn't that a good game for a second, and then Miami like turned it on in the fourth quarter? Here's what ended up happening. I that's right. I wasn't able to watch that game because I was doing act- I was doing my own work stuff, and the uh, schedule just. I was there. I, I just and you know how I get with my memory. They all blend together at a point. Yeah. Uh, we'll just move to the Clipper game because that's what we care. Yeah, about. Yeah, I didn't watch the Bucks game. That I spent the thanks- Bucks game. That's what it was. I yeah. spent Thanksgiving with my family. I took that day off. Because I had to fly to L.A. Mm. on Thanksgiving. So I didn't watch the Bucks game. That's the first game in my five years on the beat I either was obviously not at or didn't watch. Rare occurrence. Very rare. Very rare occurrence. One of what's eighty, what's four times 82 plus 17. Sure. Uh, 500 games. We I don't, We lost the Bucks game. Who cares? We lost yep. the Heat game too. Who cares? The Heat game hurt because we were up for a little bit. Yeah, I, and then the Heat turned it on. Right. Uh, we go to the Clipper game. And what stood out? Probably the fact that I don't, I swear to God, it was until the third quarter until we had somebody in double digits. Yeah, it was a bad offensive game. Um, it was it was a dread to get through, if I recall. And this just happened two days ago, and I'm already struggling. They got, Isaiah Stewart got cheers from the Staples Center Clippers crowd. Yes. That was his first time in Staples since the incident with LeBron. The mm-hmm. Clippers fans cheered. Yes. Um, I remember very little about that game, so we're not going to spend much talking about basketball because I can't. Well, it's easy to remember the Laker game because for us it happened an hour ago. An hour ago, yes. Uh, the Clipper game, I feel it. Well, Paul George was good. Paul George. Oh, was and good. oh, and then uh, Hartenstein had a damn uh, slip pass early in the game. I don't remember. That was that. just insane. Serge Ibaka played well. Yeah, I think they played Hartenstein and Ibaka together. Yeah. Um, who played well for Detroit? Did anybody? Luke and Reggie played well. Luke didn't shoot that well. No, but he shot it a lot, which I appreciate. He did shoot it a lot. I appreciate it. I was also happy that we got to see that we were talking about this. Uh, happy we got to see the uh, city editions. Do they pull those out against for, the Clippers? Well, for, oh, the for, Clippers for city editions. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. Right, right. That's yeah. right. All right. So we're both clearly not. We our memory is foggy right These now. These games did nothing for me. No. But the 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 Laker game. How did it feel to see? Well, let's start here, and then we're, I want to talk. We're going to talk basketball, but I want to talk specific storylines more so than the games because this this team it's it's tough to talk about the games. Yeah. 
take me through how it felt to see your team in Staples Center. It's the first time I've ever watched the Pistons play a game not at their home arena. And so what I said during the Clipper game was it's really not fun to hear people laugh at your team. Yeah. And that was actually happening. Because people laugh at the Clippers for years. Yeah. And so, you know, it takes one to know one. Yeah. And so they're looking at us. But it was, you know, it was weird because, like, sitting down in Staples and you're just kind of like, oh, I don't, like, this isn't doing anything for me. And it's because it's all the Clippers stuff. Yeah. And then, so tonight when I get to my seats uh, and it's all the Lakers stuff, and I was like, okay, yeah. It's definitely a different I was like, this atmosphere is for sure. Yeah, it's definitely a different atmosphere. Yeah, uh, no, but I mean, seeing seeing him was cool. I, I, you know, there was this this sense of like, it's very clear that we have a personnel issue right now. And you just hope that it doesn't also trickle down into a, um, like a, an effort thing. Yeah. Like a discouragement thing. And I, and I don't think that, that we've had that because the one thing about Cade that I think has been super consistent is like when he's playing, you can tell he doesn't want to lose. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that you we I generally get that sense, but it is also just annoying that um, that Clipper game, you know, you, you generate a lot of open looks. The one thing about this road trip so they far... They missed a lot of open looks in the Clippers game. They're moving the ball game. really that well. Now. Yeah, they moved it well against the Lakers. I don't have the... I don't have my box score in front of me, but I think most of their shots were assisted. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the Lakers game because I just let you... We're in my hotel room. I let you up, and you were... You were moping a little bit yeah and i know how hard you try i i've i've sucked a little bit of the the fandom out of you just doing this podcast yeah a lot of it but it still shows itself sometimes and you said to me you were upset that they lost that the pistons lost because that the lakers are a bad team and i said what did i say to you you said the pistons are a bad worse team and they're younger i said they're a bit I said they're a bad young team, yeah. and they, they just lost to a bad old team. Yeah. And the bad old team usually tends to win. My thing is, I just thought that since they were already slipping, but it's also like you probably should have known that you weren't going to win the game, that they come back from that Kings game. And, yeah. you know, I'm I'm just proud that LeBron played, and, Le, and Isaiah played, and that we actually did get – I tell you what. He got though, a lot of booze to start. Well, okay. And then they slowly faded. They stopped caring quick. Yeah. And I thought, I thought it was really cool because it was this palpable sense of, like uh, – villain villainry yeah that was happening like every time isaiah touched the ball even if it's on like a dribble handoff and it's two seconds people would start to boo and as the game went on people the boos were weaker it would take a few seconds for them to yeah start. it's like they had to realize like oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah we're supposed yeah, to boo. Yeah, we're supposed yeah, to yeah, boo. Yeah, yeah. um they shot the ball well and what have i been saying to you when they actually shoot like a comp like an like an nba team yeah they look competitive, don't they? Well, the one thing about the Clipper game is like it the final score is not indicative of how that game actually went because no. what ended up happening was the Clippers took their starters out and we didn't and then we ended up And then the Clippers had to bring the starters back in cuz right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so it was whatever. The uh the Laker game, the one thing that was obviously super frustrating and with Kelly being out, we kind of figured that this was going to end up being the case. When you let, you know, the the big 3 combines, they all have 20 at least. Yeah. And a lot of it was just an interior presence thing. Yeah, I think they had like... You got nothing for it. They had a lot of shots at the rim. I don't remember the exact numbers. Where the Pistons really lost the game, and we need to, And I asked Killian, Jeremy, and Dwayne about this post-game, because this last year and a half has kind of been a crash course in taking little sections of games. Like, no, but no team is ever going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. But taking little sections of games... And understanding you can lose a basketball game in this five minutes 
because of things you can control. So, for example, in the third quarter, they had six turnovers in five minutes. Cade had five turnovers in the game. Jeremy mm-hmm. had four. Mm-hmm. They had six turnovers as a team in five minutes, and that's when the Lakers went on their big run. Mm-hmm. And the Pistons were able to close the gap in the end and make it interesting. And they shot the ball well, which, again, you're, you're – you're, like I said, they were a bottom 10 three-point team last year, but they were 21st. So, like, there would be some nights where they would – Almost every other night, you're shooting NBA competency from three. This year hasn't been the case, but in the instances that they do, they either win or play tough. So it's like shooting not just puts points on the board, but it does suck the life out of you. Like anybody that played sports, like when you're not hitting shots, you get frustrated and it affects other parts of your game. It even affects you when you get home. Yeah. Um, But today it was the turnovers, and it was that little sliver in five minutes. And and I thought Killian said said it well. He's like, First, we're a young team. We're still growing. And secondly, we're learning that against a team like the Lakers, those little, that little five minutes, those little miscues, you're done. Mm-hmm. And like I said, nobody's ever going to be perfect, but you can control turnovers. You can control energy. So if they can build – it's been a crash course in that for the last year and a half. There's always, you can Even though they were competitive last year, you can look at some moment in every game, and you can do this with any basketball game, but this is a young team. And it's been primarily turnovers, which is pretty synonymous with young teams. You can look at almost every game and find a sliver where they slipped up for half a second, and it's probably cost them a couple points, whether because it led to points from the other team or they weren't able to score and it cost them the game. So Mm -hmm. I thought the Lakers game was more um, uh, a a flashback to last year where they played hard, they shot – they shot. I mean, they shot the ball forty percent from three. You don't expect that. Like that's a lot. But they shot competent from three. Mm-hmm. And they just turned the ball over at the at, at, and the Lakers capitalized. I'm gonna say something to you. Yeah, I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna say this to your face. My breath stinks. No. What? After that Trey Lyles shot to end the quarter. We gotta talk about Trey Lyles too. That's what it is. Dwayne said that. He said he thought that that. I I think I'm at a point with him, where I'm like. Your guy, I should have got no, you. No, 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 I should have no, got no, you. No, no, no. A, oh sh- yeah. Well, we'll we'll, oh. we'll we'll save we'll save it. You want to save that? Okay. We'll save it. We're almost done talking basketball. The Trey Lyles, uh, how we all didn't like him for reasons that we've talked about before. We as in the fans, not James has never had a problem with it. It was yeah. me and the me and the fans because of stuff that he had said about Detroit in the past. Mm-hmm. And James was like, "Are you going to hate him forever?" And I was like, "No. If he, it, it's going to be like the Frank Jackson arc where he can play his way into being my best friend." Another guy we should talk about soon. Frank Jackson. Yeah. Well, how he's just how he's been playing lately. Yeah, I tell you what, he is so ready off the like off the catch. He's already in his shot. He's. I want to talk to him about this because I've noticed more, and maybe it's just because it's new. But like he's he's on his, the Clay Thompson plan where he catches where he the ball just, and it's the, it's right it on time on target pass. Yes. That's it's right there. He doesn't have to dip. Mm-hmm. Catches it right in his shooting pocket and just goes. Never dips his hands. Never dips anything. Are it, you thinking about the the one he specifically in had the corner? in the corner right yeah. by you? Yeah, like you had the perfect. View yeah, of it. yeah, didn't dip at all. He had, I think, two or three of those in this game, and that has been the constant, especially recently. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. The Trey Lyles thing, yeah, that shot was just sick. He's had a good week, Trey, and um, shot in the ball well. He's rebounded. I mean, he's. Being, for being honest, like he hasn't, there's been issues with some of the rebounding. But if you look at his rebounding numbers for the position he's in, having to play back up five, he's done okay. Mm. And um, but offensively, his shot's starting to fall, and that's pretty primarily why they brought him in. Can we get a stock check on Hamadou? This is rising. 
I'm just making sure he's cool, though. Because remember yeah. last week I said he's getting traded by February, and you said probably. Nah, I don't think so. We were playing fact or fiction, and that's right. And, you, yeah. and I said he'll be traded in six months, and you said fact. I still don't think they do a trade. If they do, they do one. And it's either Josh or Hami, if I had to guess. And right now, who is more valuable? Probably. It depends, because nah. Josh has an expiring contract. Yeah. And well, Hami's but, but under Hami's, team control, but, a, but, but it's a, a player, it's a team no, it's option. A team though. option, right. So I guess he's, I guess it's it, like it he's. It also could be an expiring yeah. if you wanted it to be. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Hami. Uh, did hear one uh, ball don't lie during the Laker game. AD missed a free throw on an and one, I think two minutes left in the third. Or maybe it was the fourth, I don't remember. Uh, missed the free throw. Guy in a Pistons jersey stood up, just yelled ball don't lie. Really? Appreciated that. Uh, also didn't, uh, Tom Gores was here. Yep, he was there for both Lakers games. Troy or was... Or both LA games. Troy was here for the, uh, the Clipper game. Was he here for the Lakers game He was too? here today as well. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I believe he, believe he, after the Clippers game, may have dipped out and watched Chet and Paolo in Vegas. I saw the one clip that really stood out that went around a ton was the one where, uh... Paulo isolated Chet. Did you see that? That was a nice little transition. Oh my god, that guy! I listen. The thing about Paulo right Paolo now, Paulo kicked Chet's ass. Is he's like he's he's an NBA player who just has to play college for a year. Yeah, and Chet's not, and that yeah. was very evident in that. Like he put his shit in the weight room. Yeah. Um, uh, Killian uh, is a security blanket. Uh, now all yeah. of a sudden, well, I'm so glad we were right about that. Uh. So hold on. So this is a great segue. Do you think the they shot better because Killian was in the lineup? No, I honestly think that that the whole shooting thing is just like it's luck of the draw. It's, that's it. Yeah, I don't think it has I do anything. think Killian makes the right reads at the right time most of the time. That helps offense. How and about, I also think he, I mean he hasn't been turning the ball over much, how about and that's the, positive. The too. fucking backdoor cut. That he had, and Cade gave him the little bounce. Yeah, that was and nice. What in the world was that? When was that? A, when <laughs> did you did you have to cover your pants? I didn't. I what's weird is for some I didn't for some reason during a Laker game cheer at all because I was very locked in. Yeah, Clipper game. I was like, who cares, man? Like I'm just here Luke. For a good, no facts. Like I was just yeah. there for a good time. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Luke said, "What up?" To you. To you. No, nah, I didn't tell you. When I when we chopped it up in the back, I told him you were here, and he said, "Tell him I said what up." You he knew I was there. I texted him about it. You oh. you you literally went out of your way to see me, and we're like, "Yeah, I just dapped up Luke," and yeah. that's how you ended it. That's all oh, you said. I was probably saving it for the pod. Oh okay. We did shout out to Gavin Rhodes. Shout out to Gav. We got in. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, when you're listening to this, you yeah. see a new Bun and Cardigan artwork from the Clippers game. Do you have their at handy? Who made the? Uh, yes, we were, while we were you, DMing. While you looked look that He's up. actually from Turkey. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. at no underscore fly underscore zone, he took Gavin Rhodes' photo and made a very sick artwork. Very cool edit. Very cool edit. Very cool edit. Uh, right now we're, what, 4-13? and 13, I, think is, I think is what the record uh, is. No, it's more than that. Is it more than that? Um, the Pistons are 4-15 and, and 15. or 4-16, and 16, one of those two. Cool, awesome. Uh, so it's, yeah. Still on pace with last year. Which means we'll win, like, two more games, maybe. Nah, Jeremy sat a bunch at the end. Let's, all right, so let's, let's cover a few storylines. Frank, um, has been really good. 
he's I remember I I did predictions I did a prediction column uh, bold and not so bold predictions to start the year and I said Frank would be in the sixth man of the year conversation mm. now Frank will not win sixth man of the year because his team is not very good but let me just read off to you how Frank has been playing since the shit the last 10 games all right 17 and five against the Lakers. 10 against the Clippers, struggled against the Bucks with 6 points, but against the Heat, 13 points. Lakers, 15 points. Warriors, 27 points. Pacers, 11 points. Kings, 8 points. Raptors, 14 points. Cavs, 12 points. He's averaging essentially 10 points. Um, what is he on the year? He's averaging essentially, yeah, 10 points on 30% three-point shooting, which has gone up. Because he was, if you remember, he was like shooting 17% through three weeks. It was bad, but it's it's rising up. Um, his overall numbers are not as good as I thought they were, as it feels watching him live every single day. Like, he's shooting 40 and 30, but his numbers were very bad to start, so I think that's why. Uh, but he's been good lately, um, even though what I just read did not back that, back that up for the season. But for the last few weeks, he's been good. Sadiq continues to struggle. Um, I think it's a mental thing for him right now. In turn, when I say mental thing, I think he's thinking a lot right now. Um, let's talk about this, and I've seen this narrative a lot. And you're a great person to ask. Why don't the fans give Isaiah and Sadiq the same leeway they give Caden Killian? Is it because they think they're cute, Caden Killian, the light skin backcourt? Wait, so, okay, wait. So is the... Um... Is the is the bit wait okay so the not the bit sorry the question is like for example today when Cade threw the oop to Isaiah mm-hmm. and it was a bad pass mm-hmm. I looked at Omari and I said we're gonna look on Twitter once everybody sees it on TV because it's a little bit delayed for in per, I'm in person obviously I said we're gonna see this we're gonna look on Twitter in 30 seconds and somebody's gonna say this is why we need. The, I'm talking about this. You, they may, they yes, they need a, a a more athletic big as well. Yeah, but this somebody's going to tweet. This is why we need an athletic big when the pass was terrible. So it's stuff like that. Like the people are willing. Like people, you notice this. People make excuses for Caden Killian, and again, I think they both. I think they'll both be fine. Yeah, but like the the fan narrative around them is always op, It's glass half full. When it's Isaiah and Sadiq, it's glass half empty. But Isaiah is only a few days younger than Cade. Yeah. And it's like, I don't understand. Yes, he has physical limitations, but so do Cade and Killian. Um, And they're both not shooting well. Well, Killian is, but does anybody believe he's a 40% three-point shooter on two attempts a game? And um, Isaiah missed two months of the summer Mm -hmm. and is working on his shot. Mm -hmm. And he's 20 and has a lot of responsibility as the anchor of the defense. And it's just, I just, I, I'm curious. Why do you think that is? I think it's because Killian and Cade are still new. And even though we've had Killian for a year, we just to go back to the, the content well of he's only played X amount of games. It's like 43 total in his career. So I feel like it's because there's still this sense of wonder. Mm-hmm. And, and because Killian's, we were all rooting for him so much because Killian was like this, what people... I, I hope we remember with Killian is like when we drafted him, there was this, um, oh my gosh, I can't believe we finally got the guy that like most of the fan base wanted. Mm-hmm. You had people here and there who wanted, you know, whatever player. So and, he, and before you go, I'm not saying that they don't deserve leeway. I, I think all the young players deserve leeway. I just notice yeah. 
people have a shorter leash with with the other two. I think it's just like you saw with Isaiah early on last year how there was we weren't saturated enough with him, and mm-hmm. he was getting whether it was DNPs or he was just behind Mason Plumley, and and Dwayne was like, no, you have to earn these minutes, and yeah. then he eventually did. And then we did get a bunch of Isaiah Stewart. We had Sadiq the entire season, and now we know they were all rookie guys. But with with Cade, there's still this 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 uh, element of mystery because he's the number one pick and he's only mm-hmm. played so many games and he's still a rookie. And fans, we've talked about it. Fans don't want other fan bases to make fun right. of their team. Right. And we're just about to hit month three of his career. Yep. Technically, only month two, honestly, but. Um, and and so yeah, with Killian, like there's, we were all rooting for him, and then it, you know we finally started to hit this upswing, and then the season started a little bit rocky, and then he hit the upswing again, and then he got hurt, and but now he's back, but he still looks good, and so we're still figuring out like what Killian actually is, and I think a lot of it we know, we think we know what Sadiq and Isaiah are going to end up being, and so until it's that thing, I think people are just going to be impatient. Fair, and I liked how you laid it out. I just think that. It is unfair to say you know Isaiah specifically what he's going to be because we've all seen he can make the three ball. Mm-hmm. It's clearly not a priority for him or the team right now. Who's to say in the year and a half or maybe the end of this year you don't see refined? Yeah, like everyone's like, well, if he can't stretch the floor, like we're we're going to need to. Well, how do you know he can't stretch the floor yet? Like. He can't right now, but mm-hmm. why are you willing to wait for Killian's shot to come along, or why are you keep holding out hope that Cade's going to eventually turn around his three-point shooting? But it's not the same for Isaiah, who's reworked his jump shot and, again, missed two months. I, it's just funny. I think a lot of it has to do with those two being guards yeah, and those two being higher draft picks, and people are it just got very excited when they got both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I it, it's interesting. I, I like the answer you laid out. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I, I I think for the most part everybody's on the same page that we just love all of them. And I I tell you what, this being the first time I was able to see any of them in person, the, the first thing that I told you was like, "Oh, Isaiah's that big." Yeah, he's bigger than I think people realize he is yeah. on TV. He's bigger in person than people realize. I can finally say this to you. This has been like a thing for months. Mm-hmm. This is like the first or second game that we had Hamadou, and I was like, "Is he the biggest player?" Like just just jacked. Yeah. That we've ever had, and you were like, "No, he's not that big." I was like, "Straight up, yes, he is. He looks yeah. massive on TV." Yeah, it was a thing of yours. Can confirm that dude is that's a big dude. But I tell you what, I saw Cade next to some normal sized people, and I was like, "Oh, now nah, you're a big dude too." He's big. Um, Sadiq's massive. But the one thing, what I was gonna say, the way that Saban just uses the glass in warmups, throwing oops to himself. Yeah, he's. Oh my. God. He might be the most athletic on the team. I think we talked about that. I forgot all about Saban. He might be number one. Well, and the crews, it shows that Saban's not there because there's a lot of Derek Walton. Yeah, there's a lot of Derek Walton. Because right I now. still like I'll still watch the crews. Sometimes I won't be able to watch the full game, but I'll still chime in at the very least for a quarter. You're sick. And uh, well, you know, just out of respect, because you know. I mean, yeah, you are an ambassador. You're the Billy Crystal of the crews, right? So I gotta, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, Pistons are, they, you know. I, I, they are who we thought they were. Well, let me ask you this. We'll wrap on this. The one thing that you said a lot this summer, other than that they were going to be bad, was that you didn't think they were going to be very athletic. Do you still stand by that? Yes. Don't really know there's a really an argument to be made either way. Or the other yeah. way, I mean. Yeah. Uh, 
when people were when they was talking about like the Cade Jalen Evan Mobley thing, I always had said Cade's the most complete player. Evan is the mystery box. Mm-hmm. Could have the highest ceiling. Could have the lowest ceiling because mm-hmm. he's a big man. Jalen was the the piece that the team was missing at that point in time, and just in terms of if you were confident Killian was going to be your point guard of the future, uh, adding an athletic wing next to him would would make sense. The team was kind of lacking athleticism in the starting lineup. Uh, think said it then, said it now. Cade is the right pick, um, but yeah, that that I think. The, the, it's clear that the team is lacking athleticism. Okay. Uh, do you want to move on? How much basketball is that? Yeah. Really? yeah. What, what time 24 minutes. We did a good amount of basketball. There wasn't. Uh, Pistons play their first game on Tuesday. I fly out to Portland. Well, by the time you're listening to this, I'm already on a plane to Portland. Uh, but first game against Chauncey Billups as the head coach. Oh, my gosh. Yep. I have not been thinking about that at all. Yep, for his first, the first game. Um, Do we want to talk about how uh, Luke Walton getting fired was intrinsically bad for Detroit because now Alvin Gentry is playing Marvin Bagley and he's playing well? That's not bad for Detroit, is it? Yeah, because then we don't get Marvin Bagley. I mean, if you want, which Marvin, for some yeah. people would not be yeah, a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, shout out to Alvin Gentry, nice guy. I've always enjoyed my encounters with Alvin Gentry. I'm glad for him. Hope he hope he keeps and gets that job. We are now going to we've reached the end of our basketball portion uh, of this episode. Yeah, hold on. I think there was one more thing I wanted to ask you about. Sure. Um, do you? So, as a fan who I know naturally, you understand that this is a process. Like this is a multi-year process. Mm-hmm. But I also know that you because I watched you walk into my hotel room. You also, like, want your team to win sometimes. You can say it. I want my team to win a basketball game that I expect them to win, and I expected them to win against a bad team today. Yeah. Do you want any changes to the lineup? No. That's what I said, because it's, like I said, it's a good question because how much people will focus on something like this. To me, it's the personnel of this team that is bad. And I wouldn't say it's... They're not bad. They are not a bad team, but what I'm the saying... The personnel is bad if you're expecting them to be a playoff team. Sure, yes. sure. And they're also hurt right now. Right, they're without their biggest and, free agent sign. Right, so... Which is a hilarious sentence that Kelly Olenek... <laughs> I mean, you yeah, remember the conversation spend. about uh, Jeremy Grant being the best free agent signing in Pistons history? Remember that dialogue? No. What do you think about that? Uh, just, cur- just curious. Like not like not re-signing, but signing. Signing, free agent. You've never played here before. I'd have to think about that, but maybe or no, Chauncey. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want him to win, but not at the expense of um. Like somebody in my mentions said, should we should they start Frank over Sadiq? We've seen Frank as a starter before, by the way. Yeah, no. And, again, I don't know what result you want. You're getting the result you want, no? No. Not in the... No, they want the the team... They think that's the best chance for the team to win, and they'd rather go for the playoffs and get swept in the first round than have another first-round pick when they know that this team needs more talent. So I don't understand that. But 
that's a fan. You want your team to win. I understand that naturally the natural inclination is I want this team I I root for, I read about, I have jury I spend money on. I want them to win. Mm. But it's the same thing as we talked about when they had the Blake Griffin, Andre Drummond, Reggie Jackson. For who, for what? Mm. You're trying to win so you can get in the first round and get swept? Mm. Or would you rather have a shot at Paolo? Mm. To me, yeah. it's just just sit back and, and I don't know. This is, I don't know. I, I, I understand. I shouldn't say I don't know. I get it. Naturally, there are people who obviously want to see the team they root for win. But if you truly care about the health of the franchise... Uh, moving forward, adding talent should be of priority number one. Like trading Hamadou Diallo for Dante DiVincenzo. All right, so when we let's talk about our Bun and Cardigan take LA. Where do you want to start? How do you do? We right. start. Do we start with the the way st- this man is repositioning to recount this story? What story? There's all right. So, uh, we'll start with, with what we were going to mention earlier, because this is actually how this first happened. Yeah. So, uh, James gets here, and I take a lift uh, from Santa Monica to his hotel downtown. On and Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving. Uh, lines have already lost at this point. Yeah, I got to my hotel around 3. Yeah, neither of us cared. And uh, I get here, and James had a present for me. James, what was the present that you got for me? You're wearing it. I'm wearing it right now. I wore it to the Laker game. Isaiah Stewart jersey. It's an, an Isaiah Stewart jersey. And yes. he te- you te- So James texted me the other day, and he was like, who is your favorite player on the team right now? And sometimes you'll just ask me things. Yep. Just to, I as, knew, a, as I, a temperature I knew, check. Yeah, I knew that wouldn't, yeah. Didn't trigger any sort of an alarm for me. Yeah. No. No, no alarms were raised. You got me. Were you actually shocked? Yeah, but and then you got mad at me because I was getting emotional. Yeah, you did like it was like you were tearing up a little bit. Well, I wasn't gonna tear up, but I was just like it was very nice. Yeah, you didn't have to do that. Yeah, I didn't have to, but you said I'm mean to you, and as an appreciation for being my my partner in podcast for the last year and or not even a full year, not even a for full the year. last uh, what month are we in November? Eleven, 11 months. months. Um, I I was gonna get you the jersey version because we've talked. You don't really wear jerseys, but I'm like I gotta get Nick his first Pistons jersey. This is my first Nike NBA. This is my first NBA proper jersey. Yeah, since you got like the Wallace. you got the UW. It's legit. You got the, it's yeah. straight from the yeah yeah. I had to, yeah I had to I had to let you know like I appreciate you. <sighs> I had to appreciate you, yeah. Uh, wore it to the Laker game for the Clipper game. I had to get a fit off. That's where Gavin took the picture. Yeah, you'll see if hopefully if all if I can change the artwork. I, I think yeah. I know how. You'll see our. Are the fit we also i mean it's also on both of our twitters but yeah. uh probably the hardest photos ever been taken of me now i know that the burning questions are what's it like to hang out with james Edwards the third of the athletic you know how many times yeah, so is he asking you to take his picture never be honest i took three pictures of you this week. how many did i ask you to take i'm leaning towards about one and a half you're a liar dude come on don't do that because that's corny how is that corny? Asking somebody to take a photo of you because you have a fit on is corny. I never did that. Man, the way you're looking around, you're always out of the corner of your eye. Like somebody maybe have, maybe has a camera, and so you're always doing this main character thing. You're full of shit. You man. do it subconsciously. When you were eating pizza, you were like holding it. So we, we ended up, we, we couldn't. Yeah, we, we have to tell that story. Couldn't go to Roscoe's, which was like the whole we thing. We couldn't go anywhere. So I'm starving. 
I hadn't. The only thing I'd eaten for the day was Chick Fil A at the Detroit Metro Airport at 10 a.m. I get to my hotel at 3 p.m. Eastern time or West Coast time, which you have to remember is 6 p.m. Eastern time. So I haven't eaten in eight hours. Mm. It's Thanksgiving. Mm. Nothing is open in downtown LA except a subway. Mm-hmm. So how many places do you think we called before we figured out that there was a pizza place open in Hollywood? I think I called maybe fifteen places. Yeah, I was gonna say all close. I was gonna say at least ten. Yeah, we'll just say it. So yeah, we did that, and we ended up getting uh, pizza. It was really good. It was really good pizza. Uh, I forget what it, it was, was called. called I want to uh, shout them out. Not rigatoni's. That's uh, a pasta. It was in West Hollywood, near the right off the hills or off the Hollywood Hills. You probably got it in your search history. Yeah, I got. It. I took a picture. I don't have my phone right by me. Um, fire pizza. I, I'll. Uh, I don't remember what it was called, but it was fire. I want to shout him out. You talk for a second. Okay. Yeah, no, it was cool. Um, and then uh, after that, James and I uh, – James and I are big walkers, and I, I greatly appreciate hanging out with people who uh, like to walk as much as I do, and you're not phased by it, where it's just a thing that you can do and nobody says anything about it. You it's going to sound like we were legit on a date. Well, and then we went we – We took, walked about three miles. Yeah. We, we walked up a, we walked up a big hill together. In some, the hills. Took some photos. I was eating a cookie ice cream sandwich. It was called – yes, you were eating – what was I – what did I get? Did I just get a water? No, you got a Coke. Or no, you got, oh, a, yeah, you got, got a, a DP. You got a DP. Whoa, pause. You got a Dr. Pepper. Oh, Dr. You got Pepper. A Dr. Pepper. All right. I got a DP. Relax. I'm just. I, we went in Panini Pizzeria in Italia. There we go. In West Hollywood. Check it out. It's on Sunset Boulevard. Very good pizza. Very good. I've never done touristy stuff here, so we did the Walk of Fame at like ten o'clock. Well, at we night. didn't like intentionally do the Walk of Fame. We just walked down West Hollywood, and eventually, you walk down West Hollywood, you're gonna land on the Walk of Fame. It wasn't like an intentional, like let's go to the Walk of Fame. Nobody wants to walk. We've yeah, both... and but then we were, and then we were very notably like, this is doing nothing for me. Yeah, but we were just walking. Sure. Because it was only seven, but it was dark, and we just enjoy- yeah, we were just walking. It was sure. Fun. Yeah. Uh, you were able to go to some of your favorite stores here. Where do you I like did. to go here? Um, I mean, there's many sneaker st- spots on um, Fairfax and Melrose. Copped a few things. Um, some dope. I got a dope. Starter, as you can see, Nick to your left, San Jose when Sharks I jacket. In, I was gonna say something about that, but I was like, yeah. "This man." Uh, I got a fire. I know you're not a wrestling fan. This vintage Rock T-shirt, mm. and I got a Anaheim Mighty Ducks T-shirt. That's fire. Um, I so Amoeba, the record store I told you about, that yeah, well, that's open. It's open. Got some heat this morning. Mm. Um, have you ever in your life? Waited nine months to meet someone. I've waited. Uh, I like if you met someone on, like on the internet and then met him. No. Okay. Okay. Because you've been you've been on. I never did that. The, the first time you were on Shoot the J. What? Remember that? Yeah, your podcast with your brother, which was no, that was just me. Shoot oh, the yeah. J was just me. Yeah. Motown Rundown was me and my brother. You were on that. Yep. You were on that. I funny enough, my first podcast, with my boy Jordan Mears. I'm James. He's Jordan. Our very first podcast was Shoot the J as well. It was also Shoot the J, so and it was, meant, it was for it was the meant same to be. reason. Yeah, it was meant to be. Chappelle skit. The, the, Shoot the J. Shoot the J. Shoot, Shoot it. it. Yeah. Computer blue. You know what made me mad about Laker game of the day? What? Uh, they didn't do the celebrity camera. 
that they, they did didn't. for the Clipper game. You want to know who the only celebrity I've I saw with my own two eyes in L.A. this week? And I've been here for five days. I know this. No, you don't. It was Ryan Rosillo. I well, I guess I mean if you want to count doesn't you count, count him All as right. a celebrity. He's a Ryan Rosillo. He's a media yeah, member. Yeah, like yeah, I am. yeah, I guess yeah, sure. I guess he's technically a celebrity. I didn't. The only quote unquote famous person I saw was this morning. He was at this hotel. Are you ready for this? Do I know this person? Yeah, but it's going to be the most random. It doesn't even count. It's just how whack the my entertainment experience was in L.A. And I had, for the record, I don't like L.A. at all. Okay. L.A. is overrated. The only thing that is properly rated is the weather. Fact. It was seventy and sunny the whole time. Like I, it's yeah, snowing back home. Yeah, and you were complaining. No, it was perfect. It was great. But L.A. is too big. Like to go do stuff, you have to go t- downtown is trash. You have yeah. to go to so many different places. Uh, streets are not clean. L.A. is overrated. Air quality is terrible. Oh, anyway. The one famous person I saw. He has famous in his name. Jameis Winston? Famous Los. The basketball guy that used to... He was at this hotel this morning. That was the only famous person I saw. Him and the... the I didn't really see the drummer from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Chad Smith was I know at he the was Clipper there. Game. He Chad was there, Smith but was at the Clipper game. And then the Haley... What was her name? Uh, Holly... Haley... She, uh, Haley Steinfeld? No. I don't know who you're talking about. I don't know. But yeah. All right, so here's... We'll, we'll wrap... It's only 37 minutes. All right, we'll wrap on this. Not wrap, but... What is something about me... Even though we haven't met, we've we've you talked a lot was, on Zoom. Is there anything about me that... That threw me off? That surprised you? Yes. Or am I any different than I am on Zoom? Well, the only thing that was... It wasn't that it threw me off or it was different. It was just weird. was I've only ever seen your head. Oh uh, yeah, I guess that's you've seen I, me like at the arena. Yeah, at arenas but you know, I don't know. So I've only really ever seen like your shoulders and up. Yeah, and so that was weird. I saw your whole body. I was like, "That's oh, James. He's a real person." Oh, and we hung out with Omari. Oh yeah, we got dinner with Omari. Uh, then we went to uh, Goldline. We went to your the bar that James. Yeah, we went to, to Goldline. To. Shout out to Stone Stone Peanut Butter Wolf. Um, that's it. It's, I have a body. We eighty six that place for sure. What does that mean? 86th? Damn, you it, gotta speak English. It means... That sounds um, wild. Uh, if you 86 a bar, it means you there are, you make them run out of everything. No, we didn't. We oh, were, yeah, for we sure. We were in there dude. for an hour and in bed... I was in bed an hour and a half later. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, no, I don't know. You're, nice, much... you're nicer than I thought you were going to be to me. I'm a nice person. Yeah, you're nicer than I thought you were going to be. Um... Anything surprised me. You were pretty much. I know. I already know just from Zoom and us texting. Well, you've also seen me do videos for. Well, what I'm saying is, you're not. I already knew you were more reserved than the personality on Twitter. I already knew that. Oh, that would. That's a trip for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I already knew. Like, I already knew how who Nick the actual when we the were human is. When, I already knew that. I was at the Laker game with. You're people. taller than I thought, though. You're like. A little shorter than me. I thought you were much taller. I get that. Well, Omar, or I thought you were much. Too. I thought you were much shorter, but you were just a little shorter than me. Yeah, and you were just average guys, just average height. Yeah. The people I was at the Laker game with tonight, they were like, "I feel like I need to look at your Twitter to like hear what you're thinking right now because you just haven't said anything." I was like, "Yeah, I'm really sorry. I'm just not great at social situations, and I was just focused on the game." Yeah. And also, like you said, I am typically more just like you know, you're more reserved when I'm not doing stuff. So yeah. Throw some people off. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Cool weekend. We did a lot of cool stuff. Uh, the weather was perfect. Yep. Um. They practiced at UCLA. 
uh, beautiful campus. Uh, do I have a good story time? Oh, our Lyft driver. The door was broken, and that dude was making me have a panic attack. Yeah, he was, he playing, was a, playing a bunch speed of in that, that shit. That guy was crazy, man. He and needed he, to relax. He was, he was playing house music, and it was it, which is fine usually, but in not that, when you're going that fast and on an LA highway. In that moment, it was not what I needed. In a Prius, and the the structural integrity of that door was in it, was it, in question. It wasn't great. You, I, I texted James and was like, I need you to look at me right now, and I like. Remember when I'm the the like rubber thing that like the outline yeah. for the door I was like sitting on it yeah because it was like just you ripped did. off it was it looked like this guy had, and based on how he was driving he's he's been hit a few times that man was was wild uh you got anything else Dude, am I missing anything else from our excursion it's been a long I'm sure next week we'll remember about some things it was just a long day I'm trying to go through our yeah our excursion um no man it was fun to hang out. Did you get any compliments on the fits that you got off? Oh, so many. Uh, I mean, this one today, called corduroy Man, fit. Man, when when you the got chocolate off, milk dunks. When you got out of the elevator, in my head, I was like, okay. I mean, yeah, I got the corduroy oh, okay. fit on, multicolored jacket, brown match the brown white tee tucked in. You know what I mean? Um, I got some compliments on my fits. It's L.A. You had to, and today I had to bring out the big gun. You never know Halle Berry might be there. And nobody was there. Nobody was there. I really woke up. I was like, I'm getting a fit off in case Halle's there. And she's like, I like his fit. That's right. We had a whole like dialogue over Halle Berry. Yeah, you said overrated. I wanted to slap you. I did. I, I was more disrespectful than that. Yeah, you were. We're not going we to allow this on We don't this need pod. to go there. Um, I feel like we did something. You that... do, should we do a mailbag next week? Make it up to the people? Yeah, let's let's we'll do a mailbag next week. Um, I'm trying to think. Do I have a story time from LA? Anything? There was a, there's only two. There was only one practice. Story time with Nick. Hang out with James. And he'll was, just yes. Point out. Oh, uh, if you're listening to this, the pop quiz is back. The latest mm-hmm. person to take a pop quiz, Jeremy Grant. Mm-hmm. Me and him, I quizzed Jeremy Grant on his career. Um, he told cool stories. My favorite, I'll tease it. Go check out the story. His first ever NBA shot was blocked. I said, Jeremy, do you know who blocked your first shot? He's like, no, nah, I do not remember. You have to tell me. I said, Matt Bonner. Jeremy's response to me, and he looked at me, and he yelled it in the UCLA gym. Fucking Matt Bonner? <laughs> He's like, what was the fuck was I on? You know, it, it was hilarious. It was funny. It was- uh, check it out. This... You're listening to this on Monday. The $1 per month for a year. $1. Is it back? Yeah, it's back, but it ends today. $1 per month for a whole year. The subscription to The Athletic. If you do not have one, today is the day to get one. Uh, It's $1 a month for a year. Otherwise, after today, it'll be full price. So if you have not yet got a subscription, go to my Twitter page. Look for the Jeremy Grant story. Click on the link, and you can subscribe through there. I've been paying regular price for about two months like a schlub. Because I got something happened with my subscription. I don't know what happened. James had sent me a little preview, and he sent me that Matt Bonner thing this morning. He sent me, and I laughed so hard. Yeah, Jeremy's funny. People so don't. I don't funny. think people realize Jeremy's. Jeremy in the on the camera on Zoom after a game is a little more quiet and reserved. Jeremy in practice when you're just sitting and talk with him is a funny guy. Hmm. Funny guy. Teammates like well, him. The, the he's funny, a good guy. The easiest, funniest guy on the uh, uh, team is gone. He's in Brooklyn now. Who's the funniest guy on the team? I feel like I asked this recently, actually. Uh, who is the... Saban's funny. Corey. 
Corey's hilarious. Um, do you see the um, the damn video of Corey Joseph and? Uh, did you see him make Wayne Ellington fall today? Oh my god! He made him touch Man. earth. And uh, Ty, Jer- not Ty Jerome, Jerome Allen <laughs> and Corey Joseph uh, put up a video together of them playing one on one. I miss that. Jerome uh, plays. Yeah, he's played. I've seen him play. He looked nice. Yeah, he was nice. I uh, I'm not gonna say it. I'll save it for another day. Um, Jerome, I've watched him and Rodney Magruder take on Hami and another assistant coach after practice in Houston. He plays a lot. Um, do I have a good story? I have two story times. One, oh, okay. One is one was cool, just because one is cool and one's funny and gross. Which one do you want first? One was me and Amari experiencing something. And the other one was, has to do with the player. Which one do you want first? Player. So we were at practice in UCLA, and like you guys know, if you listen to the pod, like last year, COVID year, Troy turned the whole roster over. So the relationship with the players was very little to non-existent. I had a relationship with some guys like Isaiah and Jeremy because I talked to them on the phone, done stuff with them on Zoom one-on-one. But for the most part, everything was in a group setting on Zoom. So now on the road, it's just me and essentially Amari on this trip and all the other trips plus Rod. Like we're getting relationships with the players now, so it was this was kind of the cool. It was, was cool. Like so, I'm walking, I'm waiting for Jeremy to get done shooting around after practice. So I go around to sit where his clothes are, just so we can he can get ready while I'm asking him questions, and we can walk out together while I'm asking him questions. And I walk past Saban, dap him up. Saban, what's up? How you doing? He said, What up? How you doing? Blah blah. blah. Dap up Trey. Hey Trey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Doing good. How are you, man? Mm-hmm. Get to Frank. His, his head was in his phone. I hit him on the shoulder. I was like, hey, Frank, what's up, man? He's like, hey, man, how are you? I was like, good. He's like, hey, I wanted to let you know that somebody sent me the story you did uh, two weeks ago, and it was super dope. Wow. And I said, I appreciate it. I said, I like to do, as he knows now, like he knows. Like I like to, everyone watches the games. Mm-hmm. Not many people know about you guys, so I like to do stories like that. Um He's like, that's really dope. I appreciated it. It was really good. I said, thank you. So that was cool. That was very cool. Um, and then the other one was me and Amari were walking to practice, and as we crossed the street, there is a homeless gentleman on the beautiful campus of UCLA laying in the grass. His ass is out only. Like He has a winter coat on and jeans that are at his knees, and his ass is out. And at this point, we're both kind of just like shocked and laughing, but not we're not like laugh. We have masks now. We're not laughing disrespectfully, mm-hmm. like loud. We're just like what we're like whispering to them. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And as we get like, it's kind of like a car wreck. Like I can't look. Can't I can't look away because as we walk closer, I, this is a white gentleman. I'm seeing brown, <laughs> and I'm like, is he just really hairy, or do mm-hmm. we have a problem yeah. on our hands? So we're walking closer and closer. And I can't look away. I'm trying. It's just shocking. It's all hell. Mm-hmm. And my man's had some doo doo in his booty. You are the second person. On the beautiful campus of UCLA. You are the second person this year that I know to have visited LA and watched something exactly like that happen. LA is shocking, man. Mm. It's rough. Yeah. I, it's yeah. not rough. It's, well, I mean, there are parts that are rough. I don't mean rough as in like it's scary it's rough as in like uh, those movies sell a, sell uh sell a dream man 
Cause that that ain't what it is. They write a lot of checks that the city can't catch. Yeah, it's a the weather is the only thing. That, is there a lot of places to eat and good food? Yes. Is there a lot of shopping? Yes. Do you have to travel long distances to do these things? Yes. You know how expensive James was uh, this weekend. You know how much I spent on lifts to get here and to go home. Like forty bucks, right? I spent at least two hundred dollars. And that's and you and you live twenty miles away. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of me on the on the ten this week, trying to get here the freeway. Oh, the yeah, yeah. yeah the one ten as well. Yeah. But but the one we don't need to do this. I'm gonna end the show. People don't want to hear about what my least favorite freeway in LA is. Tell them no. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you made it this far, thank you very very much for listening. If you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate five stars, leave a review. If you're feeling generous, maybe subscribe. Wow. Yeah. I hope the audio turned out well because we Impressed. were sharing a mic in a hotel room. Yeah, we were originally not we were originally not going to do it, and then we were going to do it, and then we were not going to do it, and then now we're doing it, yeah. and we did it. We did it. Uh, make sure you go check out the Jeremy, Quiz, Jeremy Grant Pop Quiz on The Athletic right now. Yes. $1 per month. $1 per month for a year subscription. The best deal of the year. There it is. If you don't get it now, you're going to be paying full price. So if you're not a subscriber, now's the time to go do it. Go to my page. Click on the Jeremy Grant story. Subscribe to there. I am a cautionary tale. Don't be like Nick. Don't pay full price. I will pay full price. No, 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 no. Pay full price. You're going to eventually pay full price. But for the first year, you can get it for a dollar a month. But and I'm a, but and I'm a, people have to realize the athletic subscription at full price is cheaper than any other subscription out there. I got to tell you something. Yeah. If you do the Black Friday deal, you're only ever paying a dollar a month. Yeah, until we stop doing them. Yeah. Yeah. But so unless, sign up now. Yeah, but unless you get unless what happened to me happens to other people and then they just kick you off the one dollar thing a month before it's supposed to end and then you pay one month of full price, but then it's eight dollars and you're like, who cares? Yeah, it's one less drink you're a month. Like it's not that. And it's yeah. I'm I, nice I, with the pen, read, so it's worth it. I read forty articles a month, so for me I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen. We will catch you guys. in the next one. Peace.